Quitting time on your Wednesday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio. Russ LeBear back with you. Thanks to Chloe Levering for helping out here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios this afternoon. We're with you for another 60 solid minutes of Fan Run Radio content. Getting ready for Tennessee, Alabama tonight. Here in about two hours. Number one, it is Tennessee, Alabama. Number 10 versus number one. Alabama's won 13 of its last 14. The lone blemish coming against Oklahoma in the SEC Big 12 Challenge back on January the 28th. In addition to a perfect record in SEC play so far this season, the Crimson Tide own non-conference wins over Houston, Michigan State, North Carolina, and Memphis. Hmm. Only losses this season have come to UConn, Gonzaga, and Oklahoma. They lost to Gonzaga. Yep. Pretty good record for the Tide. When they play them? Early in the year? December 17th. Projected top five NBA draft pick, National Player of the Year candidate Brandon Miller is Alabama's leader in scoring at 18.8 points per game and rebound at 8.2 points per game. He shoots 43% from three-point range. He's pretty good, I think. Might have a future in professional basketball. Maybe. It's quite possible. Tennessee could be down two starters tonight. Josiah Jordan-James has been declared out. And freshman Julian Phillips will be a, quote, game-time decision as he recovers from a hip flexor injury. What is a hip flexor? Uh, they're like the the muscles that attach your, like, you're like on your – they get into your sides, your obliques. They're like, I think they attach oh. your butt to your obliques, kind of. It's like one of those anchor yeah. things. Got to stretch them, man. Big core muscle. I'll show you a couple of hip flexor stretches. Change your life. Change your world. I stretch my hip flexors every day. I'm not even lying right now, bro. Oh, I have no doubt. I'm like Tony Vitello doing that yoga. Got to get that core strengthened, man. Can you imagine the havoc that guy could cause in a hot yoga class? That's what I was Somewhere over in West Knoxville. Yeah, I was like, dude, get out of there. You and Coach Q, all those West Knoxville soccer moms tearing at you like it's Beatlemania or something. How about Frank the Tank in there doing some? You know, we're without Frank the Tank Friday. Yeah, we should have asked him about it. He's he's got a suspension that he's serving out. And then Griffin Merritt, the transfer from Cincinnati, the reigning American Athletic Conference Player of the Year, is going to be our left fielder. He's out for two games. Because he got thrown out of a game that I believe had already ended last year. There's the last game of the season. He was arguing with the ump as the game ended, and he threw him out. And so he's got to sit out the first two games. How the hell do you get thrown out of a game that's over? Happens in soccer all the time. Like That's, that's petty as hell by the ref, though. They'll, they'll go up at, well, I mean – Petty. Well, you can't go you – sh- you shouldn't be allowed to just abuse an official or ref after the game. There's got to be some consequences, right? I wouldn't have had a problem with Euros talking to Pat Adams the other night after that game. What if John Calipari is just reading the officials the riot act? I mean, Bruce Pearl came close to it in their game up here. Oh, when he waddled after the refs? Yeah. What a weird walk it is he does. That's, he got something wrong with him now? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't stretch his hip flexors. 
He looks very I stiff. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Bruce Pearl, get on some yoga. Well, he also needs to lose about 30. Get, get that diet under control, Bruce. Getting big. Getting big. That, that's, that's rough on the hips, too. Anyway. Yeah. All the joints. Where were we? I have no idea. Number two? Number three? How about number two? Wow. Around the SEC tonight, Ole Miss is at Florida. Hmm. Take Ole, Florida. Ole, Ole Miss is a mess. Florida lost to Vandy the other night. You got to be careful talking about, about Ole Miss and Kermit Davis around here. Why? Benny Slots is a huge Kermit Davis supporter. Well, he can be a huge Kermit Davis supporter at his next gig on somebody's bench next year. He'll, he'll make a really good lead assistant for somebody. Or he could go back and coach the mid-majors. Yeah. He'll have some options. But it ain't going to be at Ole Miss anymore, I don't think. Mm-hmm. 10 and 15 this year, 2 and 10 in the league. That, that, that thing's stale. Tennessee hosting Bama. Kentucky is at Mississippi State. 8.30 p.m. on the SEC Network. Mississippi State coming off a big win against Arkansas over the weekend. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, you never know. I mean, Missouri looked great against us. Looked unstoppable. Never know in this league. uh -uh. Never know this league. That's why you Tennessee fans heading over there expecting a big fat L. Better check yourself. Better check yourself tonight. Speaking of Arkansas, the Hogs on the road at Texas A&M tonight at 9 p.m. on ESPN2. Imagine I'll keep an eye on that one while we're doing voluntary reaction for sure. Voluntary reaction tipping off as soon as Tennessee and Alabama are done, probably around 9 Yeah, tonight. Number three, Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley has applied to the NFL to be reinstated from his indefinite suspension for gambling according to league sources. Wednesday was the first day Ridley was eligible to apply for reinstatement. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell will review Ridley's petition and make the determination whether to allow the former first-round pick back on the field. You think uh, Calvin Ridley, has he paid his dues? Yeah. I think compared to some of the other stuff that's gone on, I love how the players get hammered for stuff, but the garbage owners, you know. Garbage owners? Yeah. Like, Snyder, when he entered congressional subpoena, he was just like, see ya. He just went and got on his boat and went out in the middle of, the, like, the AGNC or something. Yeah, but they're going to make him get rid of his team. They want him out. A little bit harder to uh, get rid of a guy who actually owns one of the teams than some player. Yeah. No offense, Calvin Ridley. A bit, man. Difference between a millionaire and a billionaire. Put uh, Ridley – on that team with Lawrence, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. Jags should definitely be favored to win the AFC South this yeah. upcoming season. You're going to have a really, really good offense. Whew. Pretty good. You know, Ridley's going to come back fresh legs. Lawrence knows what he's doing now. they got a good coach. Number four, two-time Cy Young Award winner Jacob DeGrom held out of the first spring training workout for the uh, Texas Rangers today. And pitchers can catch your support today? This week? Maybe this week. Jacob DeGrom already out. As, uh, I mean, the spring stuff's getting fired up. Daytona's this weekend. Really? Yeah. The qualifying's Boy, tonight, and then the duels are tomorrow. Daytona. That's, it's lost its that, luster. That ain't a big deal anymore. Uh-uh. It's kind of sad. Remember how big the, the Daytona 500 was back in the 90s, early 2000s? 
Yeah, and then they ruined it. How'd they ruin it? Knee-jerk reaction to Earnhardt dying. They went with that god-awful car tomorrow thing. The car tomorrow, that was lame. That killed it. And then they went to all these, they went outside there. Yep. They tried to take Cookie-cutter tracks and cookie-cutter drivers. Yeah. Needs. I want a couple of dudes with mullets, missing teeth, just duking it out there on the they've infield. Got a, they've got a few of those now. Who yep. who was the fight? The infamous fight at uh, at Daytona back in the late. Oh, Kel Yarbrough and the Allison brothers. Kel Yarbrough. Kel Yarbrough said he he just pulled over to see what was going on, and lo and behold, one of the Allison brothers went to beating on his uh, fist with his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was during the. Uh, there was a huge snowstorm. And that was like the only thing that was, it was the first time they had shown it live. And everybody on the eastern, you know, the eastern part of the U.S. was snowed in. And then they had that epic fight right at the end of it. I was a little kid. I remember, I remember watching it. It was the only thing on TV. These cars going around and around. So, but yeah, it's not a big deal anymore. I'm sure somebody will probably almost die. That seems to be an every year thing now. That Daytona is still really dangerous. Oh, yeah. You mean they haven't made driving a stock cart 200 miles per hour a bunch of other vultures all doing the same thing? They haven't figured out a way to make that safe yet? millimeters of each other doing 210? No, they haven't. (sighs) Shocking. Finally, number five, three years after the United States women's national soccer team protested their federation at the She Believes Cup. Canada's players find themselves in a similar situation. What's the problem? I guess they're not getting paid as much as the dudes. I watched uh, I watched Bill Burr live at Red Rocks last night. It's a good one. He covers this whole issue. What I feel is a fairly logical manner, but it offends a lot of, you know, it offends people. Which is really good that we have Chloe in here now because you – like he's so much more well behaved when you're here. Like it's really, it's really nice. It's really nice because he's not going to say the awful things that he would be about to say. He's not going to say them in front of you. And it's it's really good. He's he's thinking of a way. He's like, can I soften this? Like, what would a professional broadcaster do in this situation? How would he assess this situation? He's really struggling. I don't think he's going to be able to do it. I think he's just going to tap out. You, know, you don't think I'll be myself? You're tapping? In front of the kid? No, I don't. Nobody goes to their games. Bill's right. Bill Burr's right. Nobody goes to their games. Nobody watches on TV. That's all I'm saying. I agree with him. People go to the women's soccer games. Not like they do the men's games. I think they do. I don't think they do. I think they do. I, just I don't know, maybe not. Just not an economic thing, but no, a, I am a little bit better behaved. Yeah, you, I refer to yeah, as that was, that was very well. The skirts are all upset. Wow. Well, you think by saying, if if Chloe wasn't here, this is what I would be saying. You think that softens it? That makes it your sexism and rampant misogyny better? You think she thinks higher, high, more highly of you than otherwise? I'm not going to change what she thinks. I mean, she, uh, you know. <laughs> what is it, Travis? <laughs> Take by the fourth wall. I mean, she she's known me for a long time. Does, it, does this behavior shock you? Does it surprise you? No. Are you offended? It, it, it can't. You can be. I'm offended. 
That is the top five at five this afternoon. I felt like that was a setup. It's brought to you. You set yourself up, my friend. You did that. I, I guarantee if, if this was like tomorrow and it was slots here instead of Chloe, like you wouldn't, that wouldn't have been your number five. Come on, Canada. Pay those women. They're working hard, just as hard as the men. Playing their soccers. They're putting in the bloods, the sweats, the tears. Pay those ladies. Folks, don't put off your dental visits any longer. Go see the fine folks at Malone Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. We love them. It's where I go to get all my dental work done. I've done it for the past three years now. Uh, luckily, knocking on wood here, just routine dental cleanings so far. But if you need wisdom tooth removal, tooth removal, restorative procedures, fillings, crowns, bridges, veneers, things of that nature, they do it all at their state-of-the-art West Knoxville facility. Over on South Peters Road, check them out online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Take a virtual tour uh, tour of their state-of-the-art West Knoxville facility that I previously mentioned. They're online, KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Or you could just call them up the old-fashioned way on what us old-timers refer to as a telephone. 865-539-1776 is the series of digits you would put into said telephone before pressing send at which point you would speak to somebody and say, hello, I was listening to Fan Run Radio, and they have urged me to call you and make an appointment to come in and get my teeth cleaned. And Russell say, sent me. Yeah, they'll do all the stuff, get you set up over the there. The fellow sent me. So uh, setting up the rest of our hour here on the show, uh, we will find out who's on the docket coming up here in just a few moments. Do have open lines if you want to chime in. Uh, this is one of the more befuddling betting lines that we have encountered in recent memory. Tennessee uh, has been it's, – it's floated around from three to three and a half, sitting at two and a half currently over on, on FanDuel. Tennessee favored over number one Alabama. Fans say, how could that be, an Alabama team that's playing so well, a Tennessee team that is playing poorly? And yet here we are, 69% chance to win, according to the ESPN FPI percentage index thing that we don't really trust, don't really understand, but uh, that's what it says on ESPN, and the uh, experts out in Vegas expect Tennessee to win tonight. I'm going to go with my gut. <laughs> my gut Your tells gut? me, because my eyes have told my eyes and my brain's told it, that Alabama's a better basketball team. Alabama's a better basketball team. They're playing better than anybody else in the country right now. And we've got two guys out, and they've got a kid that, even, with the two, even if the two guys were healthy, is a matchup nightmare for us so they got the you know probably the best freshman in college I mean he's playing like a lottery pick I mean he's gonna be a lottery pick wouldn't you think Miller he, like he's he's one oh, and yeah. done oh yeah he's top five pick it's the only time we'll have to suffer through this right unless we see him in the SEC tournament tied game 30 seconds to go Tennessee's got the ball what do you do what do you do? To quote Dennis Hopper from Speed. After the past two games, try and get some kind of, you know, get it in a, honest to God, probably keys. He's got the hot hand right now. I would love to see a redemption song, Bob Marley, tonight for Santi Vescovi. See him just drain a three oh, to beat I'd him. love to see him go off tonight. Come on, Santi. You I, just, pick, I don't know. Got to pick these young men up tonight, shoulder. Bear. Got to pick these young men up tonight. We need a win, boys. 
I'll pick them up. You gonna yell loud? They're starving for it. Well, I gotta you save gonna... my voice. You know, I got volunteer direction afterwards. Oh, the show to do tomorrow. You gonna sit down? I, I'll clap a lot. I'm a big clapper. I can get that with the, with the um, yeah pop. Will you let the blue hairs make you sit down? <sighs> Man, I I don't know. I'm going with a friend. Can't tell them. Rattle your jewelry. Blue hairs. That's part of the problem over there. The old people. Everybody's got the blue hair spare. Are the orange jackets still bad over there as well? I don't think they're orange jackets. I think you're they're conflating not the, the Kentucky anymore? thing. They call them the blue coats up there at Rupp. No, they wear like they. I don't know. I haven't been to a game in so long. But they used to wear like orange, like windbreaker jackets. Somebody's made. I think they switched yes. to green a couple of years ago. I hope their attitude got more pleasant. Smelling skunky coffee. Jake Miller must be yeah, here. Yeah, Miller's in the house. It's Miller time. So that's uh, that. That's the puzzle. That's the puzzle tonight for Rick Barnes. Putting together the puzzle without Josiah. How much are you going to get out of Julian Phillips? Number one team in the country. Your your fans are desperate. Got to have a good start tonight. I'll say. Got to have a good start. You don't want to fall behind. Give these people something to cheer about. We need to see a three ball or two go in early. Yeah, and, we, and we've got to play smart. Good start and play smart. No stupid fouls. We need Zakai to – he needs to Zakai be – Zakai needs to step up, man. It's, it's step been a minute. play within himself. Ever since he was player of the week a couple of weeks ago. Like, he hasn't played bad. He hasn't stunk it up or anything, but it's just kind of been average. No, yeah. you're, not, you're not playing how we all know, including you, yeah. Zakai. I know you should be playing. Yeah. Incredibly high level. But I do appreciate everything he's done because he's played – he has to have played more minutes than anybody else this year. I don't know. He did spend a lot of time on the bench the other day. Get right to these phones when we continue. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. We pause for the cause. Back with more right after this. Back here on the drive, Fan Run Radio. The docket. Lost my story, Jake Miller. Jake Miller is uh, here with us this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Jake. Already messing up, man. Let's see. Uh, oh, this is this this is terrible. Oh, here it is. You here it is. Your story. I, no, I got I got it. I got it. Give me a second. Give me a second. It's a good one. It's worth the wait, ladies and gentlemen, because it is an update of a story addressed previously here on the drive. I don't know if you heard about the uh, floating tons of cocaine in the ocean near Australia that they found. That sounds fun. Uh, the authorities just found like. <laughs> Just floating in the ocean, like on a, some kind of raft or something, uh, tons of cocaine. And they're like, where did this come from? They're trying to figure out what well, they, they've kind of figured out now what they, they're piecing the puzzle together. That's what I'm trying to say here. Doing a poor job. Um, hunting for two shipwrecked men that the Australian police rescued two weeks ago. At the time, they believed them to just be hapless fishermen. You know, they drifted off course or something out in the middle right. of the ocean. Uh, oh, hello. Thank you for saving us, Australian police people. We are hapless fishermen lost at sea. Definitely not multi-million dollar drug dealers. Thank you for Ooh. thank you for rescuing us. Yes, we'll be on our way now. Mm. They're, they're piecing it together. They said the men had been fishing when their boat capsized. It was initially publicized as a miraculous story of survival. 
with police and rescuers saying the men's emergency radio beacon had saved them from near certain death. But the discovery of hundreds of kilograms of cocaine floating in sealed packages nearby where the men were rescued has changed the story. Some of the packages were wrapped in black plastic and washed ashore near the small town of Denmark, 260 miles from the Western Australian capital of Perth, Australia. Uh, this week, a 23-foot speedboat was discovered overturned 28 miles from Denmark. Inside, the authorities reportedly found eight similar packages, each containing 40 kilograms of the drug and all 365 kilos of cocaine have been recovered so far. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Imagine how much money was lost and all that. But yeah, that and <laughs> these two guys, they saved them. And, you know, they, they got back to shore and whatever process they went through. And then they let them go, you know, because they just think they're random fishermen. Good to be home. But uh, now they're they're looking for them. They want them. They want to talk to these guys. Oh, they've already oh, left the country. Man. Well, talk to these fellers. 49 year old, 45 year old from Western Australia. Uh, one of whom is the registered owner of the boat, as well as a 36-year-old man who's believed to have fled the remote Northern Territory. Those guys got lucky. I, I don't know if they'll be able to evade the authorities forever, though. That's an interesting one. I mean, think about that. You are trying to distribute drugs, and all of a sudden you just got to let the thing sink. It's like, well, I'm going to be in trouble because I've lost all this money, and I've lost all this stuff, so it's double whammy. I don't know what I'm doing now. Just imagine. They're lucky to have made it this far. We'll see if their luck runs out soon. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aramark, the University of Tennessee's food and beverage vendor, has reached a settlement with the city of Knoxville following several underage beer sales at UT football games. Knoxville Beer Board fined Aramark in November after alleging that undercover underage Knoxville Police Department officers had managed to buy beer at the football games. The infractions meant that Aramark could have lost its beer license, meaning no more beer sales at UT sporting events. <gasps> I think the people would have gone for that. I mean, we'd just do what we used to do anyway. Yeah, uh, once you start selling the beer, it's it's hard to it's hard to take it back. Even if they are twelve dollars. They have uh, agreed to a series of uh, agreements, I guess, conditions to continue selling the beer. They're going to tighten up on the the procedures there and make sure it doesn't happen. They're also going to make a $30,000 donation, Aramark is, to the Metro Drug Coalition to further services that help prevent alcohol sales to those who are underage. On top of that, they're also going to pay a fine and cover the cost of the hearing final term the two parties agreed to has quote a no admission agreement that means that legally no party will take the fall for the infractions but uh, the beer sales will continue at Neyland next fall pay the prices and please pay no more those beers going for 13 14 bucks over there I don't know I'd I just do it the old way just handle my business before we're all good I, I've never bought one I, I've only been to a handful of games since but to me it's like First of all, I've heard the, heard the horror stories about the lines. Like, I'm not going to stand in line for an hour. For, You'll miss at least five minutes of game time. Yeah, I, I'm not doing that. But uh, I've I paid some pretty steep prices at ballparks and, you know, baseball games, pro games, and, and stuff like that through the years. But uh, yeah. it's, it's 
it's never worth it, is it? No, it's, I, I it's always, not. I always get that beer and think, you know what, this sucks, but I'm at the game. I'm not going to worry about the cost. Do that thing we all do where you just reason, common sense. Yeah. Any idea of a budget goes out the window when you're at a sporting event. But I, I always feel disappointed when I get the it's, – it's never cold enough. It's always too expensive. And I get halfway through, I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not doing this again. Yeah, that's um, that's one of those things. My normal practice, Russ, is to get about a half pint and leave just enough room in your boot and just slide it down in there, pull the pant leg up once you get to your seat because, I mean, let's be honest, they're not checking anything past the waist. Really? And you're good to go. No metal? And set off metal, you got a cap. The plastic. Always All go plastic pl- Always caps. go plastic. All yeah. right. Take it from uh, Jake Miller, a seasoned veteran, teaching you how to skirt the authorities this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I probably just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> it's your fault. You and Aramark ruining it for that's, – that's the thing. That's the thing about uh, those beer sales. It's the few rotten million, they always say. Way she goes, man. That is the docket. It's brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro attorneys. We appreciate their longstanding support of the program. If you are injured in an accident and you need legal representation, these are the folks to call. Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro attorneys, over 100 years combined experience helping East Tennesseans just like you get the settlements they need and deserve. Remember, at Fox and Farmer, they don't get paid unless you get paid. So what do you got to lose? Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. Their number is 865-531-9400. That's 531-9400. They're online at foxandfarmer.com. Fox and Farmer, attorneys at law. The Car Wreck Pro attorneys. So uh, Bear had to jet out early. He's got a... uh, I don't know what his excuse were. A thing. Both of my guy, both of my guys uh, abandoned me today. Jake, thank th- thank you for uh, coming in, saving the last half hour or so of the show. Had to dust me off the shelf, man. Signed you on a ten day contract. Come in here and help out a little bit. No overtime tonight, so uh, this will be your daily dose of Jake Miller, former drive intern. And uh, we appreciate him jumping in here this afternoon. Jake, Tennessee basketball tonight at the arena. Vols have lost three of four. An Alabama team that, after dropping that game to Oklahoma a couple weeks ago, has been on a roll. What are, what, you know, there's a disconnect here. The Tennessee fans for being favored in this game. First of all, that is weird. Right. But uh, just don't detect a lot of confidence. No, you don't. And, I mean, there's reason for that, Russ. You look at the way we've been playing. And we always say it's like you have to get off to a fast start and you cannot let them dominate the paint because if you let those two things happen, you're most likely going to lose the game. Well, Auburn's the one outlier to that. It's like we got off to a slow start, but so did they. We couldn't throw a rock in the ocean, neither could they. And that's really the only outlier in this. But you look back at what we did on Saturday against uh, Missouri, and it's like, okay, well, we're going with a small ball lineup. Okay, this is some energy right here. This is a kind of a spark that we've needed. We get to see B.J. Edwards come in. We're starting to knock down shots, playing at a faster pace. And that really got the energy going in Thompson Bowling. That's one of the first things that I noticed because that's something that we really haven't seen all year. And everyone's like, well, why hasn't it been this way all year? It's like, well, you look at the tempo we play at. You know, you look at the fast break points we've had. I think we only have seven fast break points out of the last five games. We never run. No. And, and I know and I'm not being critical because nobody runs. Like, right. you, you just – you don't see many fast breaks – in no. college basketball anymore. You don't. Like, never. 
uh, it, it's bizarre. I, I feel like the one time Tennessee actually did have a fast break that I feel like Triple J missed a dunk or something, or yeah, like so, or maybe Ziegler got it blocked or like something. It's just so weird. It, I feel like the guys don't get to experience it much, and so nobody's very good at it anymore. And it used to be something that you saw all the time, every game. Like any chance you got a fast break, yeah, you fast took break. It. Like yeah. uh, that, that's part of the game. And I don't know if it's just teams have placed such an emphasis on rebounding that they you don't see guys leaking out much and I think coaches are kind of hesitant sometimes to throw that baseball pass all all the way down the court and and get that thing going but uh I don't know maybe they should some guys are just built different man Vols still number one Kim Palm adjusted defensive efficiency 49th nationally and adjusted offensive efficiency that number has has fluctuated. Every every time you get like up near the high, you know, low thirties, and you feel like they're kind of because everybody says you want to be top twenty in both offense right. and defense. That's where Alabama is. They're thirteenth in offense, fifth in defense. Everybody says you want to be top twenty in both. Every time Tennessee has gotten you know, that number is shrinking, and you feel like they're 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 headed. They they have a just absolute stinker. And it makes absolutely no sense. And when you look at the adjusted defense uh, from this year's team compared to last year's, last year's team is actually better in adjusted defense. Which really? really struck me by surprise. It's like by a couple of tenths of a point. But it kind of really struck me by surprise. And then you look at bracketology, you look at the BPI right now, and Tennessee on uh, on the BPI, it's giving us the second best odds to make the Final Four this year. <laughs> There's your stat. Okay, man, I I, I like it. I, I hope it's I hope it's right. I hope the computers know something we don't. I just feel like the defense stuff is cool. It is, but I feel like man, I I would be willing to trade that dominance in that particular stat. I would be willing to go from number one Kim Palm defense to number ten. If Absolutely. It, if if it meant that the offense was going to go from wherever they are now, 49th, to even like just 20th, just 20th. I, I would go ahead and make that trade now. And I think I saw a stat where I think nine of the last 10 national champions have finished top 10 Kim Palm offensive efficiency. Offense is more important. If you go by the numbers, offensive is more important. I know that – and I would say defense is unimportant. I'm just saying offense is more important. We see in football now, everybody's like Josh Heupel. You want to go back to a defensive coach? We had a pretty good defensive coach in Pruitt. Like his defense is generally finished top twenty. I don't see anybody talk about going. Oh yeah, we, we need to go back. We'll take a look at <laughs> yeah, Nick Saban, no, man. man. Look at Nick Saban. He was yeah. defensive heavy, and it was ground and pound. Derrick Henry, Trent Richardson, and then once you start getting guys in like Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian, it's like okay. Now we have to be able to give up a touchdown or two on defense to be able to score more points because scoring points is what wins you games. They are still um, very good defensively, Alabama is. But, yeah, they, they've gotten with the offensive revolution as well. 865-546-8200. Let's get Haji in here, get his take on this uh, wacky betting line today. What's up, Haji? Hey, the fellers. Hello. Uh, yeah, the uh, just getting over the voice management here. Feeling pretty. 
Oh, you go to the uh, you go to the golf out there in the desert this week? Oh yeah, or last week? Beautiful thing. Nope. Yeah, the weather go weather goes all seventies Thursday through Sunday, and then it's back to cold and windy and stormy and stuff this week. It's just God loves the Waste Management Phoenix Open, I guess. <laughs> every year, perfect. Who doesn't? My thought is the BPI doesn't watch the game. Computers don't watch the games. <laughs> is that what you gonna, is that what makes you think uh, how they they they're just looking at numbers? So we are unfortunately having to watch these games, and so we don't see how it could possibly see what they see, right? Yes. I'll tell you what's going to happen tonight. We're going to kick stuffing Ooh. out of those guys tonight. That's <laughs> what we're going to do. I hope so, man. Uh, I, I would settle for a one-point win at this point. we got to stop the bleeding, Haji. That's a fact. Well, just don't, you know, don't give them a shot from 45 feet at the buzzer. <laughs> cover that 45 foot shot uh, i wonder how much time rick barnes uh spent in practice the past couple of days working on that 45 foot three-point yeah, defense, defense the chris lofton shot i had uh paul on a three-team parlay last night out as the first two in and they've got they're bit they were up 13 with six minutes uh six minutes to go but they're up three with four and a half 4.9 i think and St. John's dribbles it up to half court and calls timeout with like 2.8. So all you got to do is guard the ball, right, or foul or what, do something. And they, they let them just throw it across the court, and the guy just fires it up from 30 feet, swish. So, uh, you know, it happens. But it's going to happen to somebody else tonight. <laughs> okay. We're due. Game. We're, we're number one when we beat Memphis, right? We took it. We stole number one ranking from Memphis, and then we went to Vanderbilt and quickly lost the game. And then last year, something similar maybe? We reached number one. Was it last year, wasn't it? Was Tennessee number one last year? No, actually, we were number one for a while. Yeah, for a few weeks, actually, I think. But uh, in the football thing, we went to number one and then promptly lost to South Carolina. Alabama's going to be I, – I, I, you uh, you remember when uh, you said the Florida people on the message board were just fretting how bad they are going to get beat, and then the Alabama people are the same way. Now you're the same way. You're fretting about how bad we're going to get beat. So have you already bet Alabama money line yet? No, I'm not touching this game, Haji. Attaboy, attaboy. I ain't well, touching this game. Wait. I mean, it's – uh, I, I'm not. I'm not fretting. I, I think Tennessee is going to play well, which I mean, that worries me. My 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 <laughs> irrational confidence is what worries me. It's usually right. when I when I truly think Tennessee is not going to do well is when they surprise me. But um, I I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's um, I, I think Tennessee is going to come out there and and play like a cornered animal. You know, I, I think they're going to come out and fight yeah. tonight. I agree. I think it's going to happen to them tonight. But my thoughts when I when I first when I look over the line sheets, my first what I'm looking for is the lines that don't make sense, and that's the one that stood out the most today was it didn't make sense. So uh, I got to go with it, but I don't have to go with it early. I don't have to go with it before the game. I can wait till maybe Alabama takes the lead and we're plus before I take it. But I I'm a, I may be with you. I may not have anything on it, but. It just stands to reason because it's, there's no reason behind it that we're going to win. So, and then everybody will be back on the bandwagon again, I guess, right? At we, least we until they go up to Rupp. 
<laughs> for a well, day or two that's anyway. True. <laughs> well, you know, they, they we owe them one up there. Yep. So, uh, what about Mississippi State? What about a what three point favorite against the Rats tonight? Aren't they against um, Kentucky? The Rats. I think I saw. They're that. a three point favorite against Kentucky. At home, they've covered six straight. I think Mississippi wow. State has. So, and Kentucky okay. just lost to Georgia. That'd be about so, a death so blow Kentucky, for Kentucky, wouldn't it? Yeah, they would. Uh, they're out. They're not even the first four out, are they? No, they're think. struggling. They're they're in a world the pain. Four out. They can lose one more, be fine with me before they we come up. I'd rather them win. I think they're going to win tonight, and then that'll you know they'll they'll be favored, and we'll take them out too. And all of a sudden, we're favorites again. In my dreams, but I'm driving, so I must be awake. The dream lives on, Haji. She'll <laughs> never right, die. Guys, good luck to us. I'll see you tonight. Thank you, Haji. He's talking about voluntary reaction as soon as it's over. Twitter spaces, check us out. We'll be breaking it down. The keg of glory. It's on ice. We've got a red solo cup with each and every one of your names on it. We can throw them back. Matthew is next. Good afternoon, Matthew. Hey, Russell. Hey, Jake. How are we doing today? Doing well. How are you, sir? I, uh, it's funny, the last caller mentioned Kentucky, and, you know, if they win tonight, um, that'd be nice. You know, it sets up a good, hopefully, momentum for them to not feel as down on themselves. But the reason I called in, I thought this was interesting. Have you all seen the uh, the latest Chris Beard news? No. The, uh, the charges have been dropped. Interesting. A little docket uh, surplus. Here, the charges against Chris Beard have been dropped per Matthew. I mean, they've already fired him. I don't think they can hire him back. Maybe they can. I mean, they, have, they haven't hired, had a replacement. Well, here's the perfect storm, and I'll let y'all have some time back, Russell. But with how bad Kentucky is this season, wouldn't that just be the perfect storm for them to kind of say, let's move on and move into this, this sexy name and Chris Beard? Because that was who a lot of Kentucky fans wanted before he took the Texas job. It pretty much circled him as the go-to guy. I mean, there will be some – I don't think they're going to fire Cal, but it feels like that would be a good good shift if they were going to get rid of Cal and be this year because of how bad they're doing. I'm not saying they're going to, but, you know, you two losing seasons within the last four years, you have an argument to be made. Another school to consider is Ole Miss with Kermit Davis. He's probably going to be gone. Ole Miss is similar to Texas Tech. It's not very good. It's just – it's a it's a middle-of-the-conference middle school. It's just – it gets the job. Be a good hire for Ole Miss. Yeah, it'd be a, it, honestly, I mean, can you imagine the AD there? You'd hire Lane Kiffin and, uh, you know, Chris yeah. Beard. I mean, at that point, you're a rock star. Yeah, you're a rock star with uh, the pen- potential for a lot of headaches from your two most high-profile coaches. Good. I mean, are you kidding, buddy? All you got to do is have a couple burner phones and a couple Christian, uh, Christian Southern Baptist preachers. Hey, I'll give you all back some time. Go off. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate it. Yeah, Chris Beard, uh, charges dropped. Man, Texas, I mean, if you feel like you can get away with it, just hire him back. Why not? He's already probably sold his get a, house. Probably get a lower salary. He'd be like, look, man, you, we'll, we'll, we'll take you back, but whatever they've been paying, I'm sure he's making five or six million. We'll, we'll, we'll give you this job back for two million a year. Be our coach on a budget. You owe us. Created no, a PR nightmare you, for him. You, you can't hire him back. You can't fire him and hire him again in the same year. We fired him, then we, we hired we him. We hired him after we fired him. <laughs> oh, man.
I always said that he would be a good candidate for Rick Barnes coaching rehab. Yeah. He had a, he had a kind of a, a boozy domestic violence issue there. Really bad luck. Cost you your job. Go hang out with the deacon for a couple of years. A little coaching rehab. Get you back in the Lord's good graces. And then, and, and who knows? Maybe Rick Barnes rides off in the sunset in three or four years and a rehabilitated Chris Beard is ready to take over for Rick Barnes right here in Knoxville. You never know. I would, uh, I'll be honest. I wouldn't saying, hate it, man. Just say it. I wouldn't hate like it. It's a good succession plan if you could set it up right. Absolutely. 865-546-8200. Speak now forever, Ultra Peace, the shocking conclusion of the drive. Coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues, wrapping up a Wednesday afternoon slash evening edition of the show. Thank you so much for being along for the ride. My name is Russell Smith. We do this every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, here on Fan Run. We'll be back at it tomorrow in studio. What do we have tomorrow? Something something big tomorrow. Bear told me, but we passed the halfway point of the week, and the old, the old noggin gets a little fuzz, fuzzy at this point. A little bit. So, what uh, is tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday. I almost called you Bear. See see what's happening now? My whole world is coming apart at the seams. Hold a cup of this and you'll be good, man. That skunky coffee you drink back there. I don't trust that Keurig machine back there. Oh, buddy, it's not the cleanest of water. It's... Oh, that's what I'm saying, bro. You get that water from that sink? Yeah. <laughs> you got creamer in there? No, I just drink you it. drink it black? Yeah. Straight out of that Keurig? Straight out of that Keurig. You're a braver man than me, sir. I just thought about that. That's... I'm going to go to the doctor. Yeah. Get checked out. Thank you, uh, Jake, for hanging out this afternoon, giving Bear a early exit from the festivities this afternoon. All right, here's what we got. Uh, final segment, we'll get Roberto and then Roger. And then uh, we're going to the game. Voluntary reaction immediately afterwards. Nice. Roberto is next. What's up, Roberto? I'm going to do voluntary reaction halftime with you. What do you say, Russ? I just realized I'm probably not going to be able to do voluntary reaction halftime. You want me to do it? Sure. Yes. Yes. Jake oh Miller just volunteered like a true Tennessee Vol. Jake Miller will never, ever, ever get any disease ever after drinking the water from that studio. Respect. Yeah, it is one of two things. It's either going to kill you or make you immune from all disease for all eternity. Well, you know, I've not been sick, but like one time since I started. Really? Know, about that's like, the fountain of youth back there, the fan run Keurig. I guess Jake, so. Jake, when 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 COVID ran through the whole station, did you get it? No. <laughs> there it is, Russ. Out of a Jake pot. Miller's a two-time COVID survivor, like myself. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've had it like 11 times now. <laughs> uh, kid, I mean, I'm, I'm ducking strep throat today. That's oh. the new one out in Blood County. Um, you know, guys, I, I, Russ, I, I feel oddly confident about tonight. I know I shouldn't. I'm not a sheep. I think, we'll, I mean, I'll put money on Bama, money line, but for that very reason, I'd say we're probably going to win. By the win. Uh, I, we're, it's, do you remember Kansas? Scott McThree, Kansas, it feels a lot like that. Like, we really need this win. 
does feel like they were missing a couple of guys. Fan base kind of not out on the team, but not really feeling it, not believing. Similar vibes, Roberto. Where's Ronaldo Rourge when you need him? I'm rapping. In the Swiper studio. boy. S-B-Y-Z. Yeah. Hey. Er, er, um, but, you know, I I don't know, Russ. Uh, I think Tennessee, if, if Rick Barnes, I said it earlier today, if Rick Barnes has a brain in his skull, he's going small against Alabama. That's what I think he ought to do. And people call me crazy because they have links. But it, neutral, it actually neutralizes their links. It does, especially on the interior. I think if you're one big, if if you're one big in the game as a Waka, and you tell him, "Look, man, you yep. you just got to grab every rebound, everything, every rebound yep. is yours," because that's that's the where that's where they could hurt you is on the boards. Nate was saying it this morning, and he's right. Everybody pull back so that they don't get out in transition, and a Waka, you stay in there and plant your ass in the lane, and you you eat up every rebound. That's, and he's he's running your five tonight. That's what I'd do, and, and spell him with Euros, get in there and popping bows into people's noggins. I'm telling you. I, I think t- I, I'm sheeping it up, I guess. I don't know, but I think Tennessee has a shot. Uh, why? Why? It is the oddest line. Why is Tennessee favored? They should not be unless Vegas knows something that the three of us don't. The officiating. <laughs> Who is it? Have they announced the officials? No. I, I don't know. I mean, is there anything I could say that would make you guys feel better about it? TV Teddy. TV Teddy, when you're on the road, is a good thing. Not when you're at home. So I won't go with that. Maybe Pat Adams uh, swallows his whistle and passes out on the court. That would be a win. I don't know. Uh, if we get Doug Shouse, I think we have a shot. He tends to give us a pretty fair – I think he likes Barnes. He tends to give Barnes a pretty favorable whistle. If you look across the board, so I don't know, guys. I'm going to say that Iwaka is going to have a career game, and you, Russ. I think you said ten threes. Is that correct? Yes. We need to hit ten. I think you're right. But but if we shoot thirty threes to make ten, I don't know if I feel very good about that. No, I want a better percentage than that. But got to make yeah, ten. Yeah, we need to shoot around forty percent. We need to be about ten for twenty-two to twenty-five. If we can do that, we're right there. Because Alabama, people don't realize they're tall, they defend the rim well, but they actually don't rebound well. They just don't. They're not mm. good rebounders. Um, their bigs play soft in the middle. And that's where I think Awaka has a heyday. And honestly, I think that if Euros wants to push his weight around, he will too. Guys, I hope you have a good day. Thank you, Roberto. Appreciate it. Let's get Raj in here to wrap things up. Roger, what's going on? Oh, Roger that. How about – how you doing? Doing well, doing well. Thank you. Well, good, uh, good. Uh, what's up? What's going on? Uh, uh, what's going on? Uh, Other guy. Old. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my, my mind is kind of going. My, 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 Miller time. Oh, uh, 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 Jake Miller. Hey, buddy. How you doing, that buddy? Hey, doing good, Rod. Oh, good, good. Uh, so how y'all feel? About, so Russell and Jake, how y'all? How you both feel about? How y'all feel about the game tonight? How, how you feel about it tonight? Man, I, I'm feeling – I was feeling good. But this is yeah. the way my sick, twisted mind works, Raj. Now that everybody else is okay. feeling good, Roger, Haji, okay. uh, Roberto, everybody, everybody's feeling good now, and that makes me not feel yeah. as good. Yeah. It, when everybody's yeah, yeah. feeling bad, when everybody's like, no chance, no, it's not going to happen, that's when 
we do our best work, Raj. It's when oh, everybody's yeah. expecting greatness yeah. is when we fall on our face. Yeah. How I are you feeling you. about so, it? Yeah. I'm not sure, really. That's what, it's hard to really to know okay. what's going to happen. And I hope to win now. I hope we compete. But no, not sure. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the best, you know. So that's kind of my, I'm hoping for the best, you know. I'm not sure it's going to happen. It's, it's kind of hard to say because you don't want to go up and watch what happen. So, you know what I'm saying on that? It's hard to say, ain't it? Hard to say. So, uh, so I just want to ask you too, Jake. Is uh, uh, Jake uh, and uh, us both? Uh, so, what? Can, can you give me some keys? What? Does that, what give me some keys in the game tonight? To y'all, the keys all tonight. Some keys. I think you got to start fast. Start fast. Okay. Like I told Roberto, I think you got to make ten threes over the course of the game. You got to shoot the ball well from outside. Stay out of foul trouble. And um, and and let's see that defense again, man. Where's that? It's, when is the last time Tennessee yeah. <clears throat> went out there and held yeah. an opponent to like thirty five percent or less shooting from the field? Uh, it's been a oh, while. Yeah. So can oh, yeah. can they rediscover that defensive touch? Yeah, Raj, I think that the defense, if they step up, everything's going to be all well and good. And something else to look at, Raj, is the fact that you have to dominate the board game tonight. Alabama's third best rebounder is averaging what our best rebounder is averaging right now. That kind of scares me. So we're going to have to crash the boards. We're going to absolutely have to dominate the boards on both ends of the floor. That's going to be my key yeah. to winning the game tonight. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, I'll leave that time. So I have you. Y'all have a good one, right? Thank have you, Raj. You too. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, Jake. Yes, sir. Appreciate you helping out. Thanks to Chloe for all her hard work and assistance here in the White Claw. Hard Seltzer Studios. Don't forget voluntary reaction as soon as the game is over tonight. And we'll do it again tomorrow, 3 to 6, right here on Fan Run Radio.